Hello, it's Nigel Barden reporting for duty for the Britannia Artisan Food Collection. And more specifically, I'm here to eulogise about our northern entries, of which there have been many. So thank you for proposing these products and in the process the people who made them. I have to declare a certain bias here as I'm a northern lad having grown up on a farm in Lancashire, although mum and dad's families were from Yorkshire, where I later worked as a country land agent and then as a wine merchant. Before I studied at Agricultural College, I was a tree surgeon in the Lake District and later on during my travels as a wandering wine merchant, I worked with restaurateurs, chefs, hoteliers, publicans and wine bar owners as I traversed the different counties of the north of England. However, the beverage which appears to be exciting everyone in the north of England at the moment isn't wine or beer or even tea. It's gin. The renaissance of the juniper berry's favourite offspring continues unabated and I'd like to flag up the following gin purveyors from the north who you brought to my attention. Let's start with Ribble Valley Gin of Longridge near Preston, based in a stone-built piggery dating back to 1888. Down the road near Chorley is the farm-based Brindle Distillery, makers of Cuckoo Gin, and also in Lancashire and to the southeast is Lees near Oldham, home to the Defiance Distillery. Further south in Cheshire is the Edge Distillery, inspired by the legend of the Wizard of Alderley Edge, and that's why their stills are called Merlin and Arthur. Tappers in the Wirral gain their inspiration from Forage Sea Botanicals, and finally to Ulverston in Cumbria, where Shed One gins are birthed. While still in beverage mode, coffee has an ever-increasing northern presence, with one of the UK's oldest roasters, Farrers of Kendall, making an appearance alongside relatively recent interlopers, Old George of Barnsley and the English Lakes Tea and Coffee Company. Now, where are they from? Well, Windermere to be precise. We then find ourselves in familiar northern territory with meat and pork pies from Lawn's Farm Shop in Rotherham and sausages, black pudding and sausage rolls from Derbyshire's Moss Valley Fine Meats, produced from animals reared and butchered on their own farm. Sticking with the agricultural theme, we have two marvellous artisan cheese producers, one city-based, and that's Sheffield Cheese Masters, who use cow's milk, whereas St James in Cartmel, Cumbria, use milk from their own flock of sheep. The north of England has a fine tradition for pickles, chutneys and relishes, and from Yorkshire there are entries from Hedgerow Preserves, the Chilli Jam Man and Ome Maid, that's Ome with an O. Cumbria are represented by Hawkshead Relish and Lancashire sees Manchester's Plucky Pickle and Bake Up's Heritage Kitchen enter the preserved fray. Keeping the red rose flag flying are now Ponzi from Rosendale with their pasta and accompanying sauces. Our Paula operates out of Chorley producing her vegan butters. Skelmersdale is where Nutra Kombucha are based and you'll find Coos Hot Sauces in Sheffield while the old school brewery are getting the beers in and that'll be in Wharton, not far from Carnforth. While Cacao Elora are stone grinding beans in the northern Derbyshire Dales to produce fine chocolate. Top class artisan breads and cakes emanate from Kendall in the form of lovingly artisan and ginger bakers and there's even wine from a Yorkshire vineyard one of the UK's most northerly, Leathenthorpe of Whittlesford, southeast of Leeds. Now, that's an eclectic, accomplished and supremely talented mix of food and drink producers. But what are the three products that have particularly attracted my attention and palate? Well, I'm going to keep you in suspended animation for a few moments longer before the big reveal, as I'd like to give honourable mentions to these three products, as they're really good and definitely worth being in the top six. 
We've already established how many gins are produced across the north of England, and this one is a belter. Like many of our producers, Andy and Zoe Arnold Bennett have interesting backstories. They met in Korea while Zoe was on a seven-year teaching stint in Asia, and Andy was on tour as an actor, his profession for 20 years. However, they eventually pitched camp in Ulverston in Cumbria, where they started distilling gin, as you do. Setting up their still in an outbuilding, resulting in the genesis of Shed One Gin. The actual gin I'm particularly enamoured with is their 44% ABV alcohol by volume, Cuckold's Revenge, which beckons you on with a citrus sherbet nose turning into a marshmallow richness once in the mouth. And finally, it sits in your stomach for some time afterwards in a really comforting fashion. It's made with a nice spiced trio of green cardamom, coriander and nutmeg, has gleaned two stars in the Great Taste Awards and is in the list of 101 gins to try before you die. Oh, and where's the name Cuckold's Revenge from? Well, it emanates from the character Andy played, the cuckolded Master Ford from the Merry Wives of Windsor when he went on tour with the Northern Broadsides Theatre Company in 2016. I think the Bard would have enjoyed a tipple or two of Cuckold's Revenge. Now, my next honourable mention goes to a team who didn't start off as farmers, they didn't have any land, or a cow for that matter. But Sophie Williamson, a former IT consultant, and her team at Sheffield Cheese Masters use milk from a farm a mere four miles away to produce a fabulous, individually wrapped 200-gram soft cheese called Little Mester that has layers of flavour, enticingly enclosed in an edible rind. It's both gooey and creamy, and if cut open and allowed to come to room temperature, it'll start to seep across the plate and cries out to be spread across crusty bread. That's one good cheese. Finally, in the honourable mention category, is a marvellous naturally leavened sourdough white loaf from the brilliantly talented, lovingly artisan baking team of Kendall. The loaf in question looks spectacular as it's large, browned and enticing and housed within a crust that provides just the right amount of snap and bite is a nicely chewy crumb with good aeration and spot-on seasoning. Well done to Aidan Monk, Catherine Connor and the lovingly artisan team. Now on to my top trio of northern products. In third place or bronze medal position is something that's rich, lingering and can be spread from the fridge. And it's made from a secret blend which includes coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, fresh garlic, parsley, turmeric and olive oil. And I can tell you it's a vegan garlic butter from our Paulas of Chorley. So a massive well done to Paula Jenkins who's persevered to make this company work with great support from her soulmate Eugene. And with products as good as this it's not surprising they're in demand. Hoovering up the silver medal accolade is a family business based in one of the most stunning locations in the UK. Maybe that's what provides the inspiration for the Gandalf of the preserves, pickles and chutney world. The product in question is the Indian sweet pepper pickle from Hawkshead Relish, who are based on the northern shore of Eswate Water in the Lake District, with the wizard of the kitchen being Mark Whitehead, ably supported in the business by his wife Maria and daughters Izzy and Abby. This pickle is vibrantly red in colour, enticingly sweet on the nose and packed with mixed peppers. In fact, over 75% of the jar's contents. It's beautifully made and guaranteed to brighten up any pork pie, cold meat or cheese board. Bravo the Hawkshead Collective, who after 22 years continue to garner accolades, including a brace of MBEs to acknowledge Mark and Maria's outstanding contribution to the food industry and richly deserved. But 
Out of the 30 producers you flagged up, the gold medal champion combines excellent agricultural husbandry with the ability to create one of the great artisan seasonal products, which can vary depending on the time of the year, the rainfall, the conditions of the grass, because this is St. James, a handmade cheese produced from Martin Gott and Nicola Robinson's 100-strong flock of Lacorn sheep at their Hooker Farm in Cartmel in Cumbria. These relaxed sheep are only milked once a day and the ensuing cheese is washed in brine three times a week for a month to produce a delicate orangey-yellow rind and a two-kilogram square cheese, about five centimetres thick, but soft, gooey, spongy, sweet and yet also savoury, complex and intriguing with an enticing, rich and gently astringent nose. The cheese is named after James Aldridge, one of the pioneers of raw, unpasteurised wash rind cheese, who was a huge inspiration to Martin Gott in his teenage years. Wow, what a collection to pin onto our Britannia artisan food map. But we can't stop to admire the northern view for too long, as the Midlands beckons and a whole new collection of products are waiting for you to recommend and for me to taste. Bring them on, I say. <laughs>